We are live. I'm here with Luke Trainer. Luke, it's been a while. How are you? Catherine, my favourite. What is happening? How are we doing? <laughs> I'm really good. How are you? Oh, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, life is uh life is good right now. I can't complain. Everything is golden. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. Oh, well, we're talking because you had some super exciting news. Oh gosh, you've just frozen. We were going so well. We've been talking before we went live as well. Uh, so we've we've had a good five minute little chinwag, and and now we've gone live. <laughs> it's frozen. Is that you're back? Is that better, Katie? Yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> All right. Hold fire. I'm putting a shoe up just to kind of lean you against. One second. Sorry. We froze for a minute there. Is somebody? Oh. Using your Wi-Fi, what's happened? Uh, they must be, they must be. They don't know the flipping stars to an interview, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell my I'll tell my mum to throw it out. Um, I'm good. I'm just setting up the studio. One second. Right. Well, it's a very high-tech high tech studio, people. It's uh, held in place by shoes. and <laughs> for, for, for Katie Coppers, we won't mess around, do you know what I mean? We, <laughs> only the best. <laughs> How are you living, Katie? How's things? All right. Yeah, I'm doing well. But people want to know how you're doing. It's been a while since we've seen you. And no. I've been praying on fight news for you, Luke. <laughs> you and me both. Listen, and my entire family and my dogs, I think. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's good. It's 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 been a long time. I, I realized I realized once I once I got the call to fight again in October, I realized this is my third fight in three years. My I thought. Yeah. I fought 2019 in October um, for the for the EFN tournament, 2020 for Bellator, and then 2021 in October again uh, for Bellator. All of those fights have been in October, so it's a year apart. Um, and in 2019, I think I had one fight and then the EFN tournament. So yeah, flipping inactive. My my dream was to my dream was to be big places by by the age of 26. I'm 25 now, so I've still got some time. Uh, and I got some, I got, I got some steps to be made, but yeah, it's, uh, it's been a weird one, but listen, COVID's affected all of us. So I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm blessed to have my health and my family are all good. So I'm not, I'm not going to complain. And, and we've, we've, you know, we've, we've stayed the course and we've got a date now. So nah, I'm, I'm good. Muktab, it was written. I'm, I'm happy. We're good to go. Well, that's the main thing. Everyone's safe and well, and, and you're healthy and you've got this fight announced now um yeah. it's it's a good fight it's a big fight I, I think it's a very winnable fight for you but I feel like they're they're building you in a really good way because this guy Yannick Bahati he's got quite a few more fights than you so he's yeah. an experienced guy and you know like he his last fight uh I, I looked up was against Melvin Manhoof who's like legend. a ranked guy and legend. yeah of course oh, legends listen. of the sport so yeah I mean, he's he's a, a a big opponent for you, isn't he? Katie, this if you could see my if you can see my wall that I'm looking at right now, this is going to be nothing but smoke. I cannot wait for this fight. I'm envisioning this fight to be an absolute war. Um, ah, yeah, I've, I'm flipping. I, I'm buzzing. I'm I'm actually buzzing. It's nuts. I walk into the gym every day, 
I'm flipping grateful. I thank God. It's the the smoke that's gonna happen on October first. This I respect. I respect Yannick so much. Like he has, yeah. whether he sees us or not, I have. I, I don't care. But um, I've been following him for a while now. He's come to my gym. I think once. Um, he's friends with. He's friends with one of my with, with one of my friends, and I missed him. And he, he would come down for spar, and I was gutted because I thought, oh shit, it would have been great. This Oh, we've lost you for a bit there as well. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping he's going to come back to us. Oh, bit unlucky with the Wi-Fi here. With my younger days, dying on me. We got a power cut there, Luke. <laughs> is that? Oh, listen, the Wi-Fi in this, the Wi-Fi in the crib is, is. Uh, oh, it's a nightmare. <laughs> you should be back now. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Jesus. So we were talking about him coming down to Titan. I was gonna say actually because there there are so few, like yeah. big guys, and Titans are a gym full of big guys. Mm. You quite often must come across people you're gonna end up fighting. Oh, 100%. Oh, what's going on with it? There you go. Yeah, no, 100%. It's um, it's it's a tricky one. Flip. Sorry, Katie. <laughs> this is... Oh, and the light's gone off. Perfect. <laughs> no, tremendous. Thank you, Power. Um, right. There you go. It's gonna have to work like that. Yeah. So um, so it's he's he he come he come down with uh on on the grace of one of my teammates and uh and good mates and I missed him and I was gutted because I was I was excited to spar some with his experience his power he's a big guy um i'd seen some of his fights before and more importantly i'd seen some of his interviews before and i thought dang this guy's a cool guy missed it missed the sparring i'd work or whatever and i was gutted i thought he'd come down again but but it just didn't happen and then i remember seeing i can't remember which fight it was but i remember seeing one of his interviews and um and he was so raw and his emotion was so raw. And I was like, right, that's a real guy. Like, that's a, you know, that's a guy I aspire to be like. I, I, um, there's no, there's no fakeness in him at all. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was, you know, I've become a fan. I actually messaged one of his teammates. I was like, yo, that guy's a cool guy, man. He's like, yeah, he's a real G, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I got the call to fight someone. I got the call to fight a different opponent in October. Buzzing. The fight was dope for me. He was, uh, he was, uh, Can you tell us who it was? I guess, yeah. His name was Aslan, Aslan E, Aslan Ebo, Aslan Ibo. Um, right. Comes out of um, Ratchet's team. Wow. Yeah, dope, dope fighter. Another, another powerhouse. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm giving the guy, I'm giving the guy props on my interview, but, um, but that fight fell through for whatever reasons. That fight fell through, um, and then they were scrambling to find me someone else, and they, and they gave me Yannick, and I was buzzing i thought dope finally a guy who one isn't going to pull out because i know he's a you know he's he's an experienced dude he's not scared of smoke whatsoever and two that's a scrap the guy can strike the guy can grapple i'm praying he wants to strike um if he wants to grapple dope you know i've been grappling all my career people have been shooting on me all my career so is what it is but um honestly katie i cannot wait for a war I'm flipping buzzing. I'm doing everything I can to make sure this is an absolute savage fest. So, yeah, 
I'm buzzing. Uh, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. Yeah. Well, I'm not praying for a war. I'm praying you get a quick finish <laughs> for my nerves. <laughs> Can you do that? Isn't that isn't that like media biasy or something like that? Oh, I, honestly, I'm terrible. I'm absolutely terrible. I'm the worst MMA journalist out there. My my it. bias is legendary. <laughs> oh, I can see. But yeah, no. So it's um, it's it's a it's a fun fight, and you know what? It's my it's my. I hope I'm alright with saying this too. It's my last fight on the contract. Um, yeah, it's my last fight on the contract. So um, I signed with Bellator two years ago for two years or five fights. And um, and this is my last fight. So I'm hoping they re-sign me. Um, you know, that's all in the that's all in the talks and stuff. Um, they've shown interest and stuff like that. But I know that for, uh, for what they signed me on, and obviously COVID screwed it up, but for what they signed me to and the contract they gave me, they had some they had some aspirations for me in in their company. So I've got to make a statement. I've got to go out there. My back's against the wall, you know. So and I like that feeling. I like the fact that I'm a dog backed up in the corner right now. So um yeah, I'm buzzing. The team's never been stronger at Team Titan. We've got 10 consistent, huge monsters in the gym who are all fighting. They're all they all, you know, we've had we've had three three people fight already and nothing but W's. We've got two people fighting, another two people fighting. Like so the the team is buzzing. I'm in a great place. Mentally, I'm in a great space. My family's good. My loved ones are good. So, yeah, we're, we're getting it, Katie. Yeah, I love it. Well, I mean, you're talking about Bellator re-signing you and there's, there is some stuff going on there. Like, they've obviously released a lot of people recently or they weren't able to put on some shows and, like, some people have asked to be released so so they can fight for other promotions. Was there any ever any element of fear when you were looking at that list of people? Like there was undefeated people on the list. There was uh, yeah. ex champions. Were, were you ever concerned that you could be on that list, or was your contract like concrete that you were at least staying for this last fight? Well, I mean the way they the way they set up my contract by by that big build up with the tournament they you know and and the fact that it wasn't just a regular starting contract you know they 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 put a lot more heat into the contract and they made it a lot more lucrative for the guys starting off the fact that they did that and I had won the contract it built a narrative for them like oh this yeah. is our next prospect and that's how they built me they beat they built me up through their social media more than most of the guys i think they interviewed from that milan card they interviewed three fighters um, out of the entire prelims and main card. And I was yeah. in the prelims and I was one of those three fighters that they interviewed. Great so, interview as well. Well, listen, Katie, I've learned from the best now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> all this experience of you. Um, but that's what I mean. I thought they... though, when I watched that, Luke, you couldn't have done any more in the fight. Like that was an absolute statement. Like mm. that looked amazing. And then I was so glad that you got that interview. And yeah. I know that anybody gets a chance to see your personality, you're on a rocket to the moon. Like, you're a star. You're a, got, you're a media goal. I just got to stop crying in interviews. Like, I, I love it. it I love it. <laughs> I know you do, but not everyone's, not everyone's as soft-hearted as you, Catherine. Um, but, yeah, no. I mean, obviously, I was going through a rough time, losing my uncle and flipping, nearly losing my mum on death's door. It was, it was like it was weeks before and then days before of my uncle. So I was, I was all over the shop and then I just won this and my pops was where and my uncle was his best mate. So I was like, Oh, rotted. And they, they only had to ask me one question that led to it. And then emotions were flying, but um, yeah. 
the whole the whole fight camp, I kept my composure. You know, I had a bunch of injuries, as as everyone does. I had a bunch of injuries. I had a bunch of stuff going on personal life. But you know, that's the beauty of this game. Like you, if you don't keep your composure, you can get knocked out. So it's all on me. So yeah, it was um, it was it was a lovely experience. It was one of the best nights of my life. But um, then to have a year layoff and to have all these dreams and aspirations of what I was going to do with the money and the legacy I was going to build at Bellator. And all of a sudden, I'm one and oh, and my contract's almost done. Yeah. It was a bit, it was a bit heart wrenching, but we went back to the drawing board. I've got so much better. It's, it's, you know, it's nuts. Every, every fighter looks to improve. So I'm doing nothing out of the ordinary, but I have got so much better since my last fight. Um, I've improved all my weaknesses that I had before. I'll have new weaknesses, but right now I'm flipping, firing at all cylinders and I can't wait. Like it's, yeah. yeah. I can't wait. Well, this is what I think is really interesting about watching people fight at the moment who haven't fought for like, you haven't fought for a year. He hasn't fought for two years. And no, like, no, no. Melvin Manhoff, didn't, didn't he fight Melvin on the, on the Italy card after me? Or the Germany card after me? I thought that's... I fought on Tapology. It said he, he hadn't fought since 19, oh, I thought. I might Maybe be wrong, I got yeah. that wrong. Melvin's fought since then, but I didn't think that Yannick had. Okay, I might I might have that wrong. Okay, but my bad. I don't know. I don't, seeing I... people out of the cage for such mm. a long time, you don't know the improvements that they've been making. Even if you're studying tape, you don't know that they're going to be the same fighter. So, mm. like, I'm so interested to see like what you've improved, what you've been working on. But equally, it's kind of unknown with, with any fight, isn't it? You go in there and you, you can't expect people to be the same person they were three months ago because you don't know what no. they've been working on. You haven't seen them for a while. No, and actually, we was we was just talking about this. Me and my teammate, Stu, was just talking about this. Uh, he's fighting on PFL in a couple of weeks in Miami. Stuart Austin, that is. Get him wow. Stuart Austin. Yeah, big... I hope I'm allowed to say that. If not, then we <laughs> Sorry, Stu, it's live. So, um, Congrats, Stu, that's massive. Oh, inshallah, I, I could not. When, when he told me, I, I almost cried again, flipping, I'm a, I'm a tear up. But, um, but we were talking about it today uh, with his opponent and with my opponent in terms of game planning. And we were talking about not having tape and getting annoyed at people not putting tape out and stuff like that. And then, you, and then we said, well, at this point, it's just, you just got a game plan for yourself. You've got to do everything yeah. you're good at. Expect, you know, every fight I expect John Jones, uh, John Jones and Khabib's long lost son to get in the cage with me. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. the goat of all goats. And I prepare like that. And then I can't be, uh, there. there is no second guess. There is no, um, oh, what's happening? It's yeah. smoke. Like you just have to be ready. So it's, yeah. So no, I'm, uh, I'm not that fast. I've watched a bunch of his fights over and over again. I've visualized the fight over and over again already, and I'm eight weeks out on Friday. So um, I will continue to do that and run the fight back in my head, and um, and we'll just see what happens. But yeah, so it's 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 funny, and everyone's in the same boat. Unless you unless you're in the UFC and you've got a chance to fight in Abu Dhabi, like pretty much every other fighter is in the same boat as everyone. Yeah. So. Um, it's an interesting time. We'll see. We'll see what happens when when the fights start to build back up again. But mm, yeah, I always say that the mental aspect of fighting is like the real. Obviously, the fighting's hard and the training's hard on the body. But mm. like just dealing with that, and like you say, all the aspirations you had and all the the plans that you made mm. and all your expectations, you've mm. had to kind of temper them and, and roll with it kind of thing to, to be where you are now without kind of 
getting yeah. in your own head about it. So how have you handled it? Well, well, I'd say well, I'd, uh, as well as anyone can. But um, yeah, it's it's. I had a lot of ups and downs, and actually, to be fair, about six months ago, I remember chatting to my dad, and I was I was like, maybe this is what like depression is, you know? Because maybe maybe what I'm going through at the minute, where I was constantly low, and um, you know. I, I was every day to train was a struggle. I still went, but every day I was like, what the fuck am I training for? I'm not getting any fights. Like there is nothing yeah. on. And then I was like, raw. it dawned on me that I'd, I'd spent seven, seven years of my, of my life. Like I've, I've been focused on a sole goal. And now, you know, I, I had that goal right in front of me. I had a tangible idea of how I was going to get to a belt. Um, and then it was like taken away because of COVID. So, and yeah. and there was no fight on the horizon. There was no no sniff of any opportunity. So then I was scrambling, thinking, right, if I get cut, what am I going to do? Am I going to go to local scenes again? Am I going to try and fight abroad? Am I going to have to move abroad? Am I going to, you know, da, da, da. and all this stuff was happening at the same time. And then my pop said to me, he's always, you know, he's always been a, a north star for me. And he's basically said, listen, take a breath. Control the controllables. Do what you've done when you had your 25 pullouts. When you tried to flip in, offer guys money to fight you out of your own pocket, and you do, and you you know you messaged every Tom, Dick, and Harry to try and find promotions and all this jazz. You make it work. Take a breath and see what happens. And then yeah. I just did that. And after that, I kind of got myself out of funk. I woke up, had some horrible green juice, went went for a run, and I was like, yeah, dope. I can get back on the path. It will happen. But it'll only happen if I stay ready because then yeah. I'll get a call and I'll I'll be 15 kilos overweight and I haven't trained for a week or two. Then I'll yeah. be rude. Whereas now they could call me to fight tomorrow and I'd be good to go. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been rough. I know it's been a lot rougher for a lot more fighters. And like I said, I haven't lost my home. I haven't. You know, I'm, I'm, I was able to work through the pandemic. You know, the nanny yeah. and kept nanny and kept me afloat, and then uh, coaching kept me afloat. So, yeah, we've made it work, and now I've got a date, so I get a chance to reset my legacy. I get a chance to start all over again. Yeah. Um. And I'm and I genuinely am. I'm 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 a I'm a 2.0 of the version I was in Milan. So, um, yeah, honestly, I'm grateful. Now, now looking back, I'm grateful. So, yeah. You radiate positivity like all the time. And I know that you, you know, nobody feels like that all the time. And mm. like, it's just, I knew that you would, not just you, but like everybody in this position would be mm. struggling to come to terms with. And exactly that, the uncertainty, there's no card on the horizon. Like no. you can't even think, okay, well, it's not going to be for a year, but I know that like it will definitely be on then. Like there was there was none of that and it just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. And mm. I, I can imagine how difficult it is to stay focused. But now, now you've got your day and I think, it's amazing in fighting how quickly things can turn the other way and how fast things can happen once mm. like there's momentum and like exactly. I was I was thinking about Mads Spinell at the weekend and mm. how few fights I know he's had quite a few more fights in his career than you but 
not that many fights in Bellator. And now he's he's knocking on the the door of a, a title challenge. And you know, that's it doesn't take that many no. fights to get there. That's that's all I'm saying. Exactly. And, and it's and it's the right, you know, it's it's the right time. I remember when Yo Romero dropped out and I instantly, the second I heard news, I was like, I, I called David, my manager from Paradigm, and I was like, brother, what do I have to do? I'll fight for free. I'm ready to go right now. I can leave. I can I can come to America. I can pay my way to get there. And, you know, Bellator don't have to pay me anything. We can keep the same contract, but I'll do it for free, blah, blah, blah. And that was to fight Rumble Johnson. But in my head, I was like, this is the opportunity. This is God knocking on my door. Like, if you're ready, Luke, if you say you're ready to go, you know, if I can't fight Rumble Johnson, who is and this is no disrespect to rumble johnson but he's been out longer than me he's come from the ufc and now he's in bellator um a lot of people were counting him out a little bit people were still scared of him and there was that oh it's rumble johnson and what a flipping honor to share a cage with rumble johnson and then to be able to say oh i beat rumble johnson on a week's notice with no pay just because i'm a savage and i wanted the opportunity and now bellator let's treat me right like, I was better, and David was like, let's slow your row. I'll see if they can. You're not going to fight for free because you're our fighter and we care about you, blah, blah, blah. And he and did, I, I want guess. my commission. <laughs> yeah, and I want my commission for that dollar. But, but like, it was, but it's that. It's, it's, it's the, when opportunity comes, like, it's, you know, the Kevin Holland and the, and the, and the Shemayev's like, I'll go again next weekend. Don't, you know? So if, if someone else doesn't want to smoke, I want the smoke. And that's, that's our job as fighters. That's, you know, especially fighters coming up, it's it's my it's my um it's my job it's my priority to make sure everyone knows i'm a savage and i'm here to stay so cool whoever you want so if i had said nemkov i'd have said dope what flipping uh but also dope so yeah. but <laughs> yeah like, the yeah exactly <laughs> so it's like and i'm flipping the the tournament is a million dollars i saw some people apparently said that they wanted to fight and then they and then they got asked about the weight cut or blah 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 and they turned it down about fight and rumble and i thought you're you would have been put in for a million dollars a million dollars and you would have fought rumble and you would have had a road to the belt like there's People say it's so hard to get to the top of the UFC, to the top of Bellator, because the way they do the ranking systems and it's, uh, you know, the money fights and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's your opportunity. But that's the problem. Like, it's people are, people, some people are hesitant to say, oh, let's just take the leap of faith because, you know, it, I'm sure it will come again. Well, no, opportunity yeah. knocks. If you don't answer, it doesn't come. So it's, yeah, I don't know, but... Listen, I've got my opportunity now. They give me a guy who's nine and five, who's an absolute savage, comes from a great team, and um, and I'm four and zero. You know, I'm four and zero as a I'm four and zero as a, as a pro. I've only fought on prelims. I'm now opening up the card. I'm the I first know. fight. You know, I think not... I told you that. You did. I was like, shut up, okay. They didn't even know they announced the card until Cuppers messaged me. But um, but yeah, and then they and and to find out that not only am I fighting at Wembley Arena, but then I'm opening up the card. I'm the first fight on the card, and it's going to be live on BBC iPlayer, so all of all of my loved ones can see it if they can't make it to the arena. So it's like it's, you know, this is this is what I mean. Whereas if I'd have tried to really you know, hassle and uh, like like you mentioned, some fighters have tried to get out of their contracts. Well, if I'd have done that and I'd have got out of my contract and fought on a bunch of shows, I might not have gotten another opportunity. Whereas I knew Bellator's a good company. They do right, but they've done right by me so far. They just couldn't give me a fight because of COVID. So cool, yeah. let's, let's stay the path. Let's do what we have to do and something will come. And flipping MVP versus Douglas Nima on the main event. Like, 
That's a scrap and people are going to be flooding in. And now they can flood in at the first fight to come watch me and then stick around. So, yeah, no, I'm buzzing. It's, it's, it's exciting times. It is super exciting. I'm just going to pull up one of the questions we've had through. Stoneboy right. says, being six foot six and looking big, how do you find the weight cut? And will there be a possible, will there possibly be a move up to heavyweight in the future? Stoneboy. What's you, that? You've fought at heavyweight before, haven't you? Yeah, have I have. you as, as an a, amateur? As an amateur, I actually went to one of my uh, teammates' fights today and saw the guy fought at heavyweight. Actually, Romek Sim, shout out. Um, but yeah, I uh, I fought heavyweight before. I'm definitely gonna be a I'm definitely gonna be a heavyweight one day. The goal yeah. the goal is to get two straps. Um, that's been the goal for a while now. So to get the heavyweight and light heavyweight belt. Um, I'll be honest though, right now the weight cut is breezy. The weight cut for Milan was the easiest one I've ever had. And I genuinely think this cut's going to be easier. My weight's already really nice and low and I'm only eight weeks out. So um, I see I see this cut being breezy again. Um, I don't do it stupidly. I start my cut from the second I know the fight and I knew the fight 11 weeks out. So, um, you know, I've already we, started cutting. Will you tell us how much you cut or, or do you like to keep that under I don't that? care. No, that's fine with me. I'm I'm 100 kilos right now. So I'm, I'm eight weeks out and I'm seven kilos away. So yeah. um, I'll maintain I'll maintain this sort of weight. But listen, it's no, it's no, you know, it's no uh, shock to anyone. I'm not a, I'm not a beefcake. You're not a beefcake. <laughs> We, we've lost you for a minute there. Stoneboy said it's that dodgy London board band. <laughs> I think he's actually in Stevenage, Stoneboy. <laughs> but dodgy all the same, wherever he is. Dumb. I'm hoping he's... Oh, he's out. Right. He'll be coming back to us any minute. I'm sure of it. Katie, I lost you again. One second. I think You're it's back. My, I think it's because my dodgy Stevenage Wi-Fi and phone battery. <laughs> Um, one second. I'm gonna plug you into my. I need to plug you into my uh, to my phone though. So I'm gonna have to take the headphones out. If that's all right. That hopefully that'll work. All right. One second. Wasn't I wasn't too prepared for this. I'm going to say. But why start preparing? Super high tech. Studio. <laughs> um. So one second. Let me quickly do this, and I'll get back to Stone Boys. Wait question um -da 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 -da. the last time that we did one you were in a nice bath so we're really oh. treating the viewers to like a, a full experience of <laughs> <laughs> jesus the drama um <laughs> i was actually tempted to go in the ice bath again today but my training got switched up right there you go all right you're back there we are we're you back in the room back in the room and so yeah, we were we were talking about your weight cut and that it's easy. When you look at someone like Rumble, seeing as we were talking about him, that guy, I met him in Vegas and had my photo of him. I I could not put a figure on how much he weighed at the time, but I reckon it was like three hundred and fifty pound. If I had to guess, oh, he looks like body, you met like bodybuilder Rumble. Yeah, but he didn't look like he was bodybuilding. He just looked huge. I hope, you, I hope he never sees this. I love you, Rumble. But... <laughs> Listen, me too. That's it. Oi, shut if you do see it. Hello, Rumble. I'm a fan. <laughs> um, no, yeah, he, uh, he got chunky, chunky, just living his best life. But um, 
Uh, no, I I don't feel any type of way. If I'm honest, I look at it as a as a discipline issue more than anything. You know, I'm uh I'm at my I should be at my peak performance close to my weight because that's the way yeah. I fight. At. You know, I walk into the cage about 97, 98 kilos, but that's just because I dehydrate great. I don't do any mad. I don't. Uh, sorry, I hydrate great. I don't do any crazy dehydration. Um, you know, I I haven't had to sauna for a few fights now. I didn't even have to uh like do a hot bath for my last two. Everything is just water loaded and diet. So uh, wow. I've got it down. I've got it down nailed now. You know, I've, I've me and my teammates, uh, Yanis, um, Yanis helped me out for my for the life of Mr. me now, Sport. Mr. Sport. Thank you. He helped me out for uh, my last couple fights, and um, I've kind of took on everything that he said now and. I've got it. I've got it pretty much down to a T. I think I know my body now better than anyone. So um, it's a breezy cut. And like I said, on the EFN night, I, I, I walked into weigh-ins feeling fresh. Have had my headphones in. I was bopping to some country, and uh, I turn around and there's there's like seven other dudes who look like they're dying. You know, they're they're, yeah. they're on death's door, about to step on the scale. And I'm I'm laughing and joking and smiling and chatting to my pops. And I know for a fact they saw me. Mind games right there. Yeah, I love I it. And, but that's the thing. And even if I was dead, they wouldn't know I was dead. But I was genuinely living my best life, about to fight three times in a night for a better. You can always tell by the eyes, can't you, when they're all oh, sunk back. Sunk in, they look like skeletal. So it, it was, so yeah, it was, I never want to be like that. One day I might have to, you know, when my, as I keep growing, I don't know if, if I'm growing anymore or not, but as I keep going, then I might have to, but I will get thicker as, as, you know, as I get older and I, yeah. I can go to heavyweight then. But yeah, I don't want to kill myself. You no, know, I feel fresh at this weight. I spar heavyweights all the time. I spar light heavyweights all the time. I spar middleweights and genuinely I feel like I'm my best when I'm nice and light like this. So, um, so yeah, breezy cup, no stress. Breezy. Stone Boy said you've been in every room in the house. It's like an episode of MTV Cribs. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Stone Boy, listen. <laughs> oh no, we've lost you again. <laughs> Luke, come back to me. Just to finish off, there's my dog there. I don't know if you can see. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. I'm back now. I tried yep. to show Stoneboy Ralph. I tried to show Stoneboy the dog. I won't do that again. That's my bad. Um, <laughs> all right. But uh, but yeah, so I won't move again either. This seems to be a nice Wi-Fi spot. So if I touch the phone and it goes, I apologise. <laughs> oh. So your last fight, though, it it looked even easier than than some of your, your other pro fights. Was that... Was it easier or were you better or what What do you think was the perfect combination on that night? So on, on paper, on, on paper, the opponent, um, I think he was something like four and two, five and two. Um, mm. And all of his fights had ended super quick. He'd either subbed them or TKO'd them. Um, listen, again, in my mind, he was a dangerous opponent. You look at him and you think, oh, you know, like what's, you know, do you know what I mean? Like that, that, that was a, that was my general thought. I was like, oh, this guy's undisciplined. He's, you know, he doesn't take himself seriously. But then yeah. I remember Daniel Cormier, who is one of the greatest of all time, also doesn't look like Mr. Olympia. So then I was like, switch out that mindset or I'm going to get screwed. So um, no, the whole time I prepped like he was a killer. Um, I'd watched a bunch of his tape. I'd visualized the fight loads of times. And he had, he had tools that he could definitely 
put to put to play. But then uh, during the one of the press conferences, he started running his mouth and, and started talking. Um, mm. And I was and and that that point, I was like, oh, I've got you. You know, I I I, I remember calling him a paper tiger, and he like kind of laughed it off. And I was like, you don't even know what that means, do you? Like, you're not you're not here for smoke. You're just here on a free ride to Bellator. That's what it felt like for me then. Um, so I took that fight very, very seriously. And, and that was my, that was my make it or break it fight to show Bellator that they'd made a yeah. good investment in me. So, um, no, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to play any games. I wasn't trying to mess around. Um, I wanted to get the KO. I, I was a bit, I was a bit, um, emotional going into the fight because of all the other stuff that had happened. And then yeah. when, when he started talking and didn't show me respect, and I'd showed him nothing but respect. I was like, calm, cool, because say you want to do it, let's go. And then, so I wanted to take his head off. And as I started striking, he shot in for like a panic takedown. Um, and then on the ground, like it's like I said, on the ground, I feel my most comfortable. Um, so it was, it was, you know, I took his back, uh, I I got my hooks in, I flattened him out, and it was, it was um, it, you know, that was all she wrote. But no, so that that fight on paper was gonna be a really hard fight, but um, it turned out to be a nice, easy fight. But it's it, this is what I said to people. It, they was like, "Oh, you made that look so easy." Da 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 da. I was like, "There is no easy fight. It's there's yes. simple fights and complicated fights." But I did everything I needed to do. If you'd have, if you'd have seen the way I trained, if you'd have, you know, I tore my tendons, I dislocated my patella twice, I tore my ankle. Like that was in an eight-week fight camp. So yes. if you'd have seen the shit I'd done where I was working. I was working my 30 hours a week and still training two to three times every day. That wasn't easy. That was rough. Yeah. But it was simple. It was, this is the game plan. Me and Mickey Papas, we figured out how we're going to beat this guy. And we did everything we needed to do. And luckily, it happened. God's will, it happens again, just like that every time. But sometimes yeah. it's going to be a war and sometimes it's going to go like that. So it's... um. Being injured going into fights isn't new to you, though, is it? Going into the tournament, you... you had a, an injury was it an elbow injury it was the same tendon yeah it was it, I, I did it when i was out at att um but listen this is and that wasn't me griping on an injury everyone i've ever met gets injured during fights yeah of um, course yeah so and and to me it's like all right it means you're you're you know it's not smart to redline your body to the point that you get injured but it means you're pre you're prepared yeah. to put your body through damage like that you know that shows that you're serious about it but uh, but yeah, I've been injured almost every fight. <laughs> so yeah. Every every fight camp, and then in the fights, I tend just to break my little toe. So it's like it's you know it's 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 a it's a regular circle for me now. That's why I take the week off just to to nurse up, and then I'm good to go again. So um, yeah, yeah, no, it's normal getting injured. I getting think injured. though, knowing that you can get through adversity, and especially I think that tournament having all of those separate fights. I'm annoyed they go down as exhibition bouts, the one before the final. Like, I feel like they should be on your your record. Trust um, Because no you had to as, get through those. <laughs> no one is as annoyed as my mum as well. She's like, no, 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 he's not four and You beat he, him. <laughs> he's six and oh, I've got it on TV. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, no, nah, it's... Uh, yeah, it, listen, it is what it is. That night, that night, I, I had earned, I had earned this, this contract as much as anyone else. So, um, yeah, that was a, that was a flipping amazing night for me. Walking back with my pops, um, seeing how like, you know, seeing how proud he was of me and stuff, and like we, and that was the first time we'd ever fought on like a, a serious, serious show for, for something other than just um, a fight. You know, there was a lot more on the line. We had a lot more. That was like. 
we've had adversity every camp, but we had a bunch of adversity that camp. Um, and just everyone had gone, everyone had left, the smoke had all cleared. Bellator contract, free fights, da, 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 family, everyone had gone. The noise had stopped. And me and my pops were walking back because we didn't want to get in a taxi. We just thought, oh no, let's just chill. Walked back for like 25 minutes and we were just talking. And I could feel my dad getting emotional. I was getting emotional. And it was like, rah, dad, like we're going to Bellator. Like this is nuts. I could be fighting at Wembley Arena. Do you know what I mean? Like it was that sort of that sort of talk. And then that just set me up for um for just continuing to to dream and just keep on working so it was no it was it was that yeah that was a that was a dope night that was nuts oh it was amazing uh stone voices i love your energy and love your passion i'm looking forward to seeing you in october definitely a fan after this interview my man stone boy stay tuned thank you sir pleasure to answer your question yeah, you should go back and watch some of our older ones as well, Stone Boy. We've done loads of these. We yeah, we are old friends now. <laughs> yeah, I, I normally do. You nearly got me there, but I pulled it back. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Knox says, "Is it true that beards help cushion the punches?" <laughs> Is it true being... No, no, especially not this beard because this isn't a beard, but brother. Uh, Peter, I appreciate your, I appreciate you bigging up this flipping baby fluff, but no. That's <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I wouldn't think that beard would protect right, you right, particularly. Yeah, yeah, listen, I already shut on myself. You didn't have to do that to me. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Bye. Well, it's been lovely talking to you, Luke. Before we go, is there anyone that you want to shout out? Any sponsors or anyone you want to thank? Obviously, give your regards to my regards. Sorry to your lovely family. I I love them all loads, you know, and actually, I've missed not seeing them. They, they, they asked me today, they because uh, I, I mentioned it earlier. And my mum was like, "You're speaking to Katie." I was like, "Yes." Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, send her my love. I was like, "I will." And then my, my pops, my pops was like, "Isn't it weird that you guys have spoke like every fight now?" I'm like, "Oh no, she's basically my wife." So. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, I hope no, to catch up with them at Wembley. I will do. I, I, I'll make sure they go say hello. So I'll catch you soon, Katie. All right. Yeah. Any sponsors or anything you wanted to oh, shout out? Uh, my bad. Uh, shout out to my team, Titan Fighter. We're killing it this year, so nothing but W's. Um, Paradigm Management, David. Thank you for everyone for doing all your work. Um, Sponsor wise, thank you to Janus CPD for keeping me sleepy at night times and keeping me recovered. Uh, if you want to get onto my Instagram, it's Luke Luke the Gen. Um, on Insta, all other socials are um, non-existent. So yeah, people have a beautiful <laughs> life. I will see you October first for all of the smoke. Your main card on Bellator London, Wembley Stadium on the first of October. I am buzzing for you, Luke. This oh, is wait, where you wait. were born to be. Go on. Actually, didn't mean to interrupt, Katie, as always. But also, uh, I'm about to drop some merch. Where is it? Can you see it? I'm about to. Yeah. Uh, I'm about to drop some new tracksuits. Um, they're coming. Where in can we get them? So if you head over to my Instagram, all of the instructions are going to be on there. Um, uh yeah so i'm um, um, stay tuned I, it'll be dropped in the next couple of days so uh they're dope tracks it's 100 cotton you're supporting your local favorite fighters so you know <laughs> to buy have you got girls people. ones too i got what girls ones girls boys my one of my best friends jason just had a little baby and i've got him a tracksuit so um oh yeah, shout so out to jason as well jason and kate and baby mac living his best life i love him 
Um, but yeah, so no. So uh, if you want some, if you want some fresh tracksuits for this lovely summer to stay sweaty in, then go get a uh, go get a tracksuit. All right. Amazing. Grab one and wear it to Wembley and Luke will come and find you and give you a hug. (laughs) (laughs) Have a beautiful evening, guys. You take care. You stay healthy. Can't wait to see you on the 1st of October, Luke. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye.